0: From WBEZ Chicago, this is Written Inside Stories About Prison Cells. Today, an inmate starts a fight that goes on for two months. The U.S. incarcerates over two million people, more than anywhere else in the world. What does it mean to be locked up, confined to a small space for 10 or 20 or 30 years? How does one get by? These stories are by inmates at Stateville Correctional Center, a maximum security prison an hour south of Chicago. Over a number of months, author and journalist Alex Kotlowitz worked with these inmates on these pieces. The authors were part of a class taught by Jennifer Lackey, a philosophy professor at Northwestern University. The men are all serving long sentences, all for violent crimes. Each of these stories speak to everyday life in prison. Today's story is written by Oscar Smiley Parham. It's called At War with the Roaches.
1: I knew something was up when I noticed two inmates standing in front of my cell with all of their property. Parham, the officer called. You and your celly pack your property. You're moving to cell 956. Man, I hate moving, I thought. I recall thinking to myself, right when I had one cell the way I wanted, I have to break in another. While packing my property, I got an early heads up on what I was in for. Smiley, Smiley, my neighbor called. Look at his bag. He was pointing to the laundry bag of one of the men waiting to move into my cell. As I turned, I saw roaches oozing out of the bag. It was the middle of the day, and the sun broke through the layers of dirt built up on the windows of the gallery. The roaches seemed accustomed to hanging out in the light. The other inmate I was trading sales with was an older man named Pat. Pat was a white man in his late 40s or early 50s with a face full of stubble. I knew him casually from our time on the gallery. When he spoke, he slurred his words as if he were perpetually drunk. Pat, I asked, are the roaches real bad in your cell? My celly kept them as pets, he responded. This was Pat's way of telling me that his celly left food open around the cell, which gave the roaches no incentive to leave. The officer overseeing the move looked at the oozing bag with disgust. I made one last plea Look, officer, I don't have any roaches in this cell. If you put them in here, you'll just be infesting two cells. I knew it was a long shot, but it was worth a try. The officer shrugged as if to let me know that it was out of his hands. So I began moving my property down the gallery. When I got to my new cell, I immediately spotted the problem. There was a two-inch gap between the light fixture and the wall. Pat had already warned me that this was where many of the roaches entered and exited. I went to inspect the cell. I walked in and turned on the lights. Two dozen roaches huddled in the middle of the floor between the sink-toilet combo and the bunk beds. It was as if they were having a town hall meeting. It unnerved me at first because usually with light, roaches scatter. But these roaches stood their ground. It didn't take long for me to start stomping them like I was Bigfoot, So they would understand that they weren't welcome in the cell any longer. After killing the town hall of roaches, I turned the light off. Two minutes later, I turned the lights back on and there were at least 10 more in the same spot. It was then that I knew I was in for a fight. Let me take a moment to shed some light, so to speak, on this war I was about to undertake. To do so, we have to go back 23 years to the year 1993 at Menard Correctional Center, where I met a man I'll call Fester. Back then, the whole prison was pretty much infested with roaches. So much so that their presence had to be tolerated as normal though measures were taken by those who valued cleanliness to keep them down to a minimum. Fester, however, was different. Fester was six feet tall and had to weigh close to 400 pounds. Fester lived off a steady diet of candy bars, junk food, and soda pop. He lived in squalor and had poor hygiene and bad health. He had diabetes and was insulin-dependent and he was an alcoholic who guzzled all the hooch he could get his hands on. Fester's social life in prison revolved around one activity that was very popular back then, gambling. One day when Fester came to the yard looking for a poker game, he approached the table where I was playing chess to see if he could convince me and the guys to change our focus. He smelled of urine and sour milk, but what blew my mind was that in his hair and beard, Roaches crawled around. I pointed it out to him, thinking maybe he wasn't aware of them. Hey, Fester, man, get those roaches out of your hair, I hollered. And he responded, oh, they ain't hurting nothing. We got an understanding, and we cool. I was about 21 at the time, still early in my bit. Fester was in his 40s and had been locked up for over 20 years. In that moment, I realized that Fester had totally given up on himself. It was also in that moment that I went to war with everything that Fester represents. The loss of vigilance against the elements of prison that suddenly ask you to surrender your dignity. So when I entered that cell, I said to myself, I'm not going to let this beat me. I mean, what choice do I have? I could refuse to go in the cell and go to segregation, but the roaches in F House are just as bad as they are in this cell. So what would I be accomplishing? Absolutely nothing. We're not allowed any kinds of poisons for the obvious reasons, so I had to think about how best to enter this fight. I had an idea. I asked a sympathetic officer if he could get some plastic garbage bags and some clear tape. 10 minutes later, he returned with the tape and bags. This was one of the rare times where both Selly swapped cells. After moving into the cell, my old Selly and I placed our books, folders, legal work, clothes, and food in these bags. We tied them up tight so nothing could get in. The only thing that didn't go in the bag were our TVs, our radios, and our fans. My plan was simple. I was going to remove every possible spot of refuge for the roaches. Wrapping up all of our property was only the first step. After that, I taped every crack and crevice in the cell. If it looked like a place where a roach could enter or flee, it was covered up. This was the beginning of the end for the roaches in cell 956. When I looked under the bed, I found a nesting spot in one of the rusting metal poles that supported our bunk beds. I got on my stomach, crawled under the bunk, and taped the pole. I also set up the prison version of the roach motel. disgusting roaches don't worry you may remember the old 80s commercial that said roaches check in but they don't check out kill roaches without poison unpleasant odor or mess Mm. our version of the roach motel was taking an open aluminum potato chip bag and standing it up against the wall i put an empty banana peel in the bag to get the roaches attention then i let it sit overnight And in the morning when I opened the bag, at least ten roaches were trapped in there, unable to crawl their way out because of the grease from the potato chips. I poured the contents of the bag into the toilet, then repeated the process. They kept coming. My celly Bailey, outside of putting his property in plastic bags, gave little help. His form of help was telling me that a roach had been spotted. Even if the roach was in his vicinity, my celly would tell me so that I could jump up and kill it. Bailey didn't like that crunch sound the roaches made when you smashed them. He said it made his skin crawl. One of the few times he did have to kill a roach, he made a thunderous sound with his shower shoe, crushing the roach up against the wall. It was his way of drowning out the crunching sound. One day while watching TV, I came across what I would call a commando roach. It was no bigger than the others, but its survival instincts were off the charts. I caught him out of the corner of my eye. When I raised my hand, it dove into a loose sheet on my bed. I quickly grabbed my sheet and flicked it, repulsed that the roach was in there. No roach. As I sat on the bunk, flustered, I saw a movement out of the corner of my eye. I looked at the back wall and saw it racing toward the light fixture. Before I could raise my hand, he dove again, this time landing in the sink and scurrying down the drain. As luck would have it, Commando Roach led me to the third nesting spot. When I looked under the sink, I spotted five roaches running around. A couple were babies. I assumed there must be a hole there, so I ran seven strands of tape from one end of the sink-toilet combo to the other. Every day I checked under the sink. After a week, I was convinced they were gone. It was a hard-fought two-month war. There were many nights where I didn't get much sleep, and in the immediate aftermath I was exhausted. I went from smashing 20 roaches a day to 10, from 10 roaches to five. Where I once refused to leave an open bag of chips in the cell, I now began cooking pizzas, which were really saltine crackers with summer sausage, mozzarella cheese, ketchup, and Thousand Island dressing. And I began making burritos and bowl meals with ramen noodles, summer sausage, cheese, beans, rice, and Doritos. Over the years, times have changed. I'm not in the roach infested cell, and Bailey is not my celly anymore. After the war in H cell 956, Bailey gave me the nickname the roach inspector. He used it mockingly, but Bailey never knew about Fester, or maybe he would have understood why I waged the war that I did.
0: At War with the Roaches was written by Oscar Parham and read by actor Sam Holloway. Next time on Written Inside, a story about moving from cell to cell, dozens of times. Pack your stuff, you're moving. Those are some of the most distressing words to hear in prison. A knot forms in your stomach. Written Inside is a production of WBEZ Chicago. The stories were gathered and edited by Alex Kotlowitz with help from Jennifer Lackey. The producer is Colin McNulty. The executive producers are Joel Meyer and Ben Calhoun. Special thanks to Joe Dessau, our digital editor, Trisha Bobita, and our intern, Brady Guy. If you want to hear more about this project, go to our website, wbez.org slash writteninside.